You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com. Broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hello and welcome to ARN. This is Paul Bromwell, and today I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spine Buster, owner of the Horseman trademark, the stopper of the best tag team of the television era, and the man we will call the WWF Tag Team Champion by the end of this week's show. He's the enforcer. He's double A. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you this week, buddy? Well, I'm recovering from StarCast. How about you? Oh, man, I wanted to talk about it a little bit with you uh, as we started off the event. I mean, Conrad, all of his partners, the entire team over-delivered for this huge event uh, that centered around Flair, the Horseman, and I know you love the convention atmosphere. You love your fans. We've been on hiatus for a couple of years because things have been out of control with the pandemic. But I see that near blue chew glow all over you after this huge weekend. <laughs> for our listeners, can you give them a couple of your takeaways from that big event? Well, it's just, it's so emotional because it's, we're all one big mass of humanity. There's no separation. There's no... You know, it's really the the part I like about it is it's uh, it's organized, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's just a mass of humanity milling around, and they come and visit with who they want to, and you got time to visit with them and tell a story, and you can just pretty much look out around the floor and just see the sea of people that all have the same thing in mind. You know, just I love wrestling. And I love wrestling fans because it, it's just the emotion that's involved in it. And, you know, we get close to them, they get close to us, and we have this bond that uh, it's just a very unique, rare, awesome way to spend your life. And that's the only way I can put it. Aren't selfishly for me, one of the highlights, I know I was working and running around the convention and, and doing whatever was needed, but one of the highlights for me is when I saw you and I got to just give you a hug around the neck, man. Uh, we do this through uh, the internet all the time, but just nothing like seeing each other. You know what I mean? In person. That's just, that's next level. And it was so good to see you, my friend. 
Back at you, buddy. And let me tell you, so there were some surprises. <laughs> oh, my God, were there some surprises. Oh, uh, man. Shocks. Uh, yeah, what a happening. And it was just one of those things that when it's over, you, you go back to your hotel room and you just cock back in your chair and you just go, wow, what an event. Yep. Yep. It's a history buddy. So listen, we're going to go back into more history today because, uh, we're marching through your career. And as we've already indicated in July of 1989, you and Tully captured the tag team championships from demolition. No one can ever take that away from you Arn. WWF tag team champions. We are going to watch, as I said, to close last week's show, the two out of three falls encounter in its entirety. So get your popcorn ready. Uh, check it out on Arn's YouTube page. Listen, this is open to everyone. You can watch the show on YouTube. But before we do that, let's find out how you and Telly arrived at Saturday night's main event match with the champs. Arn, you ready to get it going? One side note, something to remember, because you only have one shot at being a first. We were the first team to ever hold the NWA tag titles and the WWF tag titles. The first team. That's awesome, as it should be, man. So this Big deal. Is, uh, they can't take that away from you. They buddy. can't take it away from you. That's right. So listen, we'll start with July 1, July 1st, 3,500 of our friends to the north in Halifax, Nova Scotia at the Forum watched you and Tully wrestle the Bushwhackers. And then the next day, you and Tully traveled to Quebec to work a show at the Municipal Auditorium. This time, you guys wrestled and defeated the Rockers. Wow, it's somebody different than the Bushwhackers, uh, so that's cool. That's nice. I'm already, already liking July. Uh, following the event, the entire crew enjoyed three days off, including, Arn, the 4th of July holiday. So there you go. You were able to be off that 4th of July. Okay, so we're off what the, the what days? So July 1st you work, July 2nd you work, you're off the 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Okay, then. So we actually did not have to leave until... The sixth. The sixth. That's right. And so we did get to have the fourth at home. You, you, what, what, would a, what would a July 4th picnic look like at, uh, at the home of the Andersons back then, you think? Me grilling, buddy. Me oh. grilling. What would be on that grill? Um, probably steaks. Probably some biggest shrimp you ever saw. Probably on the side getting grilled. Some... Some of that corn that uh, we call it street corn. Yeah, that street corn, man. Ooh. Make make it on the grill. Yeah, yeah. It was something along those that, that nature. Some probably fillets. Nice, thick, oh. thick fillets. Yeah, just not any fillet. You want them thick, thick and juicy, baby. Great big fillets. And do you like your steak pink? Are you a medium guy? I'm medium a medium rare? guy. Somewhere to medium to medium rare, but mostly just just pink. Okay. All right. I'm Don't overcook it. a piece of beef. No, no, no. Please. No. What a crime. I agree. I'm with you on that. All right. We know whatever you had, you didn't have cheese on it, though, right? No Uber. cheese. Cheese. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. July 4th was a time back in 89 at the Anderson House. But as we said, you're back on the road on the 6th. It's early in the a.m., and you're flying back across the country to Boise, Idaho. That night, you and Tully worked with the Bushwhackers on the Hogan card as Hulk defended the WWF title against the Macho King Randy Savage. Dig it! Any memories of working in Boise, Idaho, or Idaho in general? You mentioned some unique things about different places you traveled. Anything come back to you about Boise? Had this one down. If you're leaving from Charlotte, you had to go through Minneapolis 
and there was about a, I think it was about a three-hour layover, and then you fly to Boise. So it was a total of about eight hours of travel just to get to Boise. Wow. Now, Boise's college town. It was kind of cool seeing the blue the blue field, you know, the football field. That's, That's right. You don't get to see that all the time. And they had, like most college towns, a real good gym. And we usually, because there wasn't a lot of entertainment, I would imagine, that comes through there, probably some rodeo stuff and such, uh, we usually do a pretty good crowd. Do you have a number for that arena that night? Uh, let's see here. Do we have a number? Don't have a number for that night. But nope, but it's a Hogan per- card, so it's got to be big. Randy and and Hogan, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah That's, they, did, they did some business. There you go. Well, Arn, over and over again, you've told us about the challenges of the road, the travel. You just talked about eight hours to Boise, the waiting, the weather, the waiting, the lines, the waiting. And when your day starts at 4 a.m. and ends after midnight, quality rest is highly coveted. But all our favorite wrestlers of the golden era needed after that long TV or travel day was chilly sleep chilly sleep makes customizable climate controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being and arn we know how important a good night's sleep can be am i right buddy especially if you're only going to get you know you're getting less than five hours it needs to be restful sound sleep for sure Buddy, and they have the answer for you if you're not getting that. They make the Euler and Cube Sleep Systems hydro-powered, temperature-controlled mattress toppers. They fit right over your existing mattress and provide your ideal sleep temperature. You can dial in the degrees that you want to set your bed at for the night. And if you want an extra layer of comfort, they also now make the Chili Blanket, the only weighted blanket that can also be paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat Free sleep. Or nobody wants to sweat while they're sleeping, do they? Oh, it's the worst. That's the worst environment ever to be sweating. You know, you wet the sheets. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, it's just not uncomfortable. I could, you know, could see being cold, even if you venture to the other side and one of those people that have to pile covers on them. But man, that being hot is ah. you can't rest like that. Got to be a terrible sleep score, so we're here to help. If you go to chillysleep.com slash ARN, those three magic letters, A-R-N, to learn more, you can save 30% off the purchase of any new Cube or Uller sleep system. This offer is available available exclusively for ARN listeners and only for a limited time. That's chilly, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com slash ARN to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. So on the following evening, the Hogan crew took over the Coliseum in Spokane, Washington, where 7,000 fans watched you and Telly wrestle Luke and Butch third from the top. Once again, this card would be headlined by Hogan and Savage. So there you go. That They got 7,000 people's butts in seats that night. 
Then you're on to Edmonton, Alberta on July the 8th. 8,500 fans there at the Northlands Coliseum, and they were treated to another encounter featuring the Busters and the Whackers. So there you go. The following day, WWF ran the Maple Leaf Gardens. However, this event only drew 2,500 this time around. Hogan wasn't on the card, but instead it was Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake. Sorry, (laughs) that's the name Conrad gave him. Taking his place in the match with the Macho Man. You and Tully lost the match to the Bushwhackers by pinfall. The good news is, Arn, only 2,500 fans can claim they were there. So They're not bragging about it. They're not bragging about it. A rare miss in this market proved to be the best thing for the Busters, buddy. So there you go. But that's a, a never. A, there's never a rare miss is the chance to watch you and Tully in tag team action because that same day, July 9th, you and Tully defeat Sonny Rogers and Red Tyler in a match that was taped for Wrestling Challenge. And we're going to pick up that match with about two minutes and 30 seconds left in the contest. Let's go ahead and take a look. Again, this aired July 9th, 1989 in our first clip of the week. He can really assault people, and the one thing Tully Blanchard does, probably as well as anybody else in the World Wrestling Federation, when he has the advantage, he can really kick it in high gear. You notice, Tony, I want you to keep an eye on the brain out there. When most of his family members are out there, oh, what a nice dropkick. He's usually screaming and hollering. He doesn't do that with these guys because he knows that they know what to do. That's a great point. He certainly remains calm, much calmer than he was as long ago here in the booth. Boy, he stormed out of here, didn't he? Unfortunately, he'll be back. Yeah, I guess so. I'm really going to work here trying to dismember this youngster. Rearrange his facial expression a little bit. Certainly a vicious duo. And there you see Tully pushing down into the throat, the chest area on the middle rope. Arn Anderson continues the onslaught as he kicks right in the back and snapmares the man down. A combination of some rugged great moves and great wrestling skills. I hope that Danny Davis realizes that uh, he's still uh, under impossible suspension here. He's, he's only back on a trial basis. But uh, better watch himself in there. But I will have to give him credit there, Gorilla, because what we see now is much better than what we've seen before. No question, but he showed me a little uh, lax ability there as he was so easily distracted there. That's right. Okay, Arn Anderson. Sending now. Sonny Rogers to the left side rubs. Fix him up with that slam. Could be one of the most, well, is one of the most awesome moves in the world. Wrestling and the match could be over right here too if he chose it to be. Yep. Obviously, he doesn't think that way. He's not finished yet. He rubs the face. Going to teach him a lesson here. You want to be a pro wrestler? This is what it's all about. I really think the lesson was taught maybe the first minute or so. Look at the brain, big smile on his face. He wasn't smiling up here four or five minutes ago. Not at all. But I, I have a feeling he's going to come back in a much better mood huh? after this. Look at this. Look at this tag team over here. They are throwing everything at Rogers and Tyler, but continue now to assault away. They could pin them in at any time. I'm surprised this youngster is still on his feet. Look out. Spike pile driver nailed him with it. Forget about it. You can count to 500 on that one. This one is history. And this one has been history for a long time. It was only right then they decided to end the match. Let's get the official word. Giovanni sounds a little just extra nasally there. I don't know if he was trying for that like newscaster voice, but he doesn't call your move again, the spine buster arm. 
Other than that, I thought they had pretty good chemistry. Did you like it? Other than that, I, I want to pick on Tony more. That's fun when we do that. Well, I tell you what, I, li- I actually liked his broadcast partner. Gorilla Monsoon, I mean. He's a legend. No See, doubt it about felt, it. Didn't it fit, sound funky, me not knowing his name or thinking that I didn't know his name? That's the way I feel when they don't know my moves. That's right, buddy. I get you. That makes total it's bullshit. sense. bullshit. I know Gorilla Monsoon is the man. Yeah. But don't it feel funky when they it does. When they just they, don't it's say your like move. They do it on purpose. Well, hey, now I've given you two examples of Tony Schiavone specifically not naming your move on TV. And I don't think you ever realized this until now. So I think he's got a receipt coming, brother. You know, after uh, all this disservice that I'm seeing that I didn't know about, Tony may get a plank in the back of the noggin when I see him. Yes. I love it. I I I won't try to pick him up. I don't no. want to blow my ass, my whole ring out, but I'll maybe <laughs> hit him with a plank. <laughs> I'm there. As long as someone gets it on the phone or some kind of video, I want to see it. I want to be a part of it. Uh, listen, on the same episode of Superstars, though, this is another kind of horseman nugget here. A man you're very familiar with and probably the best pure worker, and you've said this, the horseman ever had, Barry Windham makes his WWF <sighs> debut. Arn, we have that match this week. It's only about two and a half minutes. But I want you to check this one out because they just don't call him Barry Windham. Oh, no, no, no. He needs to have a gimmick, buddy. Let's take a look at it. Honky Tonk is no one to strum that guitar on people. You think the Superfly would do his homework. I think he's too stupid. say this you know they say they grow them big in texas and this is your prime example because this guy's about six 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 seven mcmahon yep. well on occasion as a matter of fact to pick up some comments pre-recorded a little bit earlier on from the widowmaker barry window the widowmaker's in town and he smells gold and there's a whole lot of it in the wwf and i want it all that includes you hulk hogan setting his sights a little bit uh, high isn't they high well, what would you set him for, McMahon, with your great athletic endeavors? I mean, when you, when and if you ever did anything athletic, what kind of goals did you have? Set him low? Well, no, but you want realistic goals. I mean, the... So I'm going to pause it here so we can talk about this. First of all, it looks like he's wrestling Santino Morella's overweight older brother or something. Wow. But, but the other thing I wanted to mention is, what do you think here of this presentation? We've seen Barry Windham before in the WWF. He was part of the U.S. Express with Mike Rotundo, but now he's being introduced as the Widowmaker, someone that you know they're acting like we've never even know, known of before. Yeah, and the audience is just supposed to accept it. See, that's the, that's the thing I'm talking about. They don't care. That was a less than grand entrance, number one. No music, no nothing, just... Why call him Winnebaker? He's already been there. He's already yes. wrestled for a period of time. He's got all that exposure with Crockett. You know, I mean, there's there's no mistaking who that is. And to just do it because you can, I mean, how many careers were stalled that didn't have to be? Just on this way of doing business, just acting like, okay, this guy is brand new. He's never, we've never seen him before. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense. But, hey, 
Yeah. When you want, when you totally own the sandbox, hundred percent, you can play in it any way you want. Superplex off the top rope gets the big win for the Widowmaker. Man, it just wouldn't amount to anything for Barry, unfortunately. Uh, that was his big debut. Like you said, no music, nothing. Got a new moniker. Uh, he's coming after Hogan. He got about, what, 15 seconds for that little inset promo, if that. And and, and it's like a fart in church. It just well, doesn't, you know. Yeah, and it's and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And the audience knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. That was kind of silly and it was probably done purposely you know what i mean to to slow him down now you 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 think about this this time that dusty is in one of those towns and he's wrestling you know uh as i would imagine he's debuted by now correct that's correct yes so he's floating around in, in that new character then you got uh, Barry Windham coming up. Tully and I are there. Now, there was a point where J.J. came up and worked in the office. I don't know that we know that yet, do we? No, I'm not sure when he started in the office, but you're right. He does. He makes his way into the office. But Here's, here's where I'm going with that, and I'm not sure if we've gotten to it in the sequence of events, but there was a pretty heavy... You know, I told you Vance walked up to Tully and I one time and said, you guys get, you know, you lend credibility to my company, which was stout. So Barry got there and we were at TV and we're backstage and uh, we're all standing there talking. It was Dusty, myself, Tully, Barry. And if it, it might have been later than this, it might not have been this TV, but Vance walked up and right in the middle of us, and looked around, and very deadpan went, wow, the horsemen are taking over my company, and walked off. So he knew who the horsemen were, buddy. Well, it was his way of jabbing you. It was like like a a bad joke. You know what I mean? But at the same time, though, it's not like he was blind about the horsemen. He knew who they were. We weren't allowed. Here's the key. Paul, we weren't allowed to say horsemen. We weren't allowed to do this in the ring. For him to even say it, yeah, was he just, you know, it was just his arrogant way of being able. He can drop it. None of you will. In this I company. can do whatever I want, guys. That's right. Just blind obedience on your part. That's right. Submission. That was the thought. That's the thought process. Yeah, yeah. You're you're going to be submissive to his whatever his will is. Uh, buddy, listen, the next stop on the loop is five days later at the Vaughn Braun Civic Center in Huntsville, Alabama, the place the third most powerful man in wrestling calls home. That's right. This is when he. This is right after his eighth birthday, Arn. 2,500 fans, <laughs> and we're not sure whether Connie was one of them or not. He could have been. Watch Bushwhacker Luke defeat Tully. So there you go. Arn, during our May 1989 show, you indicated that there was part of a loop where one of the Bushwhackers was hurt. Based on the research, this leg is where you and Tully wrestled Luke, as you told us. And the creative direction at the time was for Bushwhacker Luke to wrestle and defeat two brain busters with Bobby Heenan every night down the stretch. So this is this is that stretch that you talked about here. Yep, that's it was just, it made no sense. But that's why they did it, because it made no sense. Mm-mm-mm. And it... You know, I don't, if I remember correctly, Bobby only sat through a couple of days of this and he saw how insane it was. Actually, he beat three guys. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, because Bobby could easily interfere and calls it. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely a viable entity. 
when he was out there ringside. He could turn a match on its ear. So that's what I'm saying. Why? And the audience, when it was over, just went, did I, did I just see what I saw? It was just a test to see if we would do it and do it smiling. That's it. Because it's not bad enough that on every house show loop, you've already lost to two bushwhackers. Now we're going to have you lose to one bushwhacker. So Tully's words go from, you know, this sucks to, I don't even know. I, I mean, just four-letter words flying in that car, I bet. I don't think he said anything. He's just, we got back to, you know, after doing it the first time, and he probably the second time, he just looked at me like he didn't have to say anything. It was part of that. Part of that uh, telepathic bond. Yeah, that nonverbal communication. I knew exactly what he meant, and I was I was on the verge of it myself. But it was like, mm, damn. yeah. Well, July fifteenth, you and Tully are back on the Hogan card in Birmingham, Alabama. Luke defeated you and Tully. No time to lick the wounds, pun intended. Double uh, A, because the four a.m. wake up call in the beginning of your day that ends with you and Tully in front of a crowd of ten thousand fans. At the summit in Houston, Texas, that night, Tully wrestled Butch and came up short in the bout after you finished with some ill-timed outside interference, sir. So there you go. Butch is back in the mix. You were outside. It was just a one-on-one match there. Um, and I'm trying to go back in my head and, and be exact on when things started to go south. And I want to say at this point when he we had the one guy beat the the three of us, yeah, that I started to think, <clears throat> you know, I started looking at the money, what we're making a little closer, instead of where we were heading, I was more concerned where we were, and I think it was the first time that I went, you know, I get, I get. One of them was hurt, and we got through those. But one guy beating three, I mean, that's just... We've been here a while now. You know, you, what What are you still testing us about? I remember having those thoughts. I mean, test is one thing, but it's ridiculous. And I, and I started looking at the money, and I saw, hmm, we're not where we probably should be. I started to take a different look at it with the idea that if we did get the run with demolition and we had been told that we were, you know, that we would make it up there. So okay. just to let you know, those thoughts were going, starting to go through my head. Well, Arn, listen, the only thing worse than the well-laid plan backfiring is not having a plan at all, my friends. And every day, the importance of planning and preparation becomes more and more clear. Yes, this is an ad for life insurance and Goliath life is the leader in the insurance industry. But this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance because, unfortunately, we're all going to pass away. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about again. I know again. I know, sir. I hate it when you say that. I know. It's 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 the hard truth there. But think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. And if you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit GoliathLife.com. And I mean right now, listen, I've lost two friends in their 40s in the last year and a half, and I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it. 
protect your family. And I suggest you go to GoliathLife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance super easy. GoliathLife.com streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes from more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and your payments to fit your budget. You pick your price, you start the online application immediately, and you even schedule the medical exam to come to you. I know because I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. GoliathLife.com makes buying life insurance simple. No hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. GoliathLife.com is life insurance in your hands on your time, and you can get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. So, Arn, we're up to July 17th. You guys fly to Columbus, Ohio for matches at the Ohio Center. Luke defeated both you and Tully. Can't even believe I'm reading that sentence. And uh, now it's time to talk about the television tapings that took place July 18th in Worcester, Massachusetts. So Saturday night's main event, that's the 22nd one that aired on July 29th, the Brain Busters, the former two-time, two-time NWA Tag Team Champions, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, defeated the number one team and one of the top acts in the WWF, Demolition, in a two-out-of-three falls match. The match aired for syndication on Primetime Wrestling July 31st. So for now, we're going to put a pin in that. We'll finish out the month of July, but we're coming back to that, okay, Arn? We're going to come back to that match. Following the match and that same day, you and Tully, joined by Bobby Heenan, appeared on an episode of the Brother Love Show as the tag team champions. This segment was part of the WWF Superstar Show that would then air on August 5th. So again, you're getting all this TV taping done for future episodes. Now, we know that he didn't do religion, but instead love, and that his caricature of an evangelist such as James Baker and Kenneth Copeland. What did you make of Bruce's character of brother love? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, He pulled it off, didn't he? He did, man. It was sometimes over the top. It's just over the top. And then there's a good over the top. And he pulled that off with the good over the top. It was, it was just preposterous. The character I got, you know, I got a big kick out of it myself. For yeah. everything from the rotten tan to the rotten makeup that didn't match up on purpose, you know, the whole thing. I, I got a kick out of that character. His makeup matched my T-shirt. Okay, it was about as red as this shirt, and it matched his red shirt that he wore with that white suit. And I just remember as a kid. Looking in and seeing his face was just like this close to the camera with them glasses and the sweat and the slick, greasy hair. I love you. Oh, man, so disturbing yet so over the top. And you said it was, it was hilarious. I mean, yeah. it's just memorable. He was a, he was a heel, that's for he sure. Well, we've discussed this previously also, Armand, talking about how the television had to catch up with creative. And that's what's happening here. So even though you guys are the champs, 
you won't be recognized as such at the non-television events for the next day, 10 days. So you guys aren't allowed to act like you're the champions yet um, on these non-televised events. So you're in Utica the next day. WWF recorded more syndicated television. This would be your first title defense, though, since it's a televised event. The match aired as part of an episode of Wrestling Challenge on August 6th. In this one, you and Tully beat Mario Mancini and Butch Mayo. And then you're back on the loop and not yet recognized as tag champs because you and Tully were back working with the Bushwhacker Butch who returned from injury. Uh, the match took place in St. Joseph, Missouri in front of 2,400 people. And according to our guys at the history of WWE.com, this was scheduled to be a tag match, but apparently Luke was now injured for this one. So we've had Butch who's been injured. Now Luke is injured. And uh, you guys are still are still you know going at it with at least one of the whackers at this point. And I'm sure getting beat every day. And getting beat. I wasn't going to say it, but there you go. Well, listen, guys and gals, Arn has told us time and time again about all his time in the car and on the road. And if you're a modern-day road warrior, Arn and I encourage you to look at one of our newest partners, and that's CarShield. CarShield is the number one auto protection company in the U.S. and offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month. The plan covers more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles on it or 150,000 miles. Let me tell you how simple it is to get your car fixed. When you need a repair, you choose the mechanic, and CarShield's administrators handle the rest. That's it. You don't have to deal with the paperwork or headaches you're taken care of. Same goes if your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Plans through CarShield also include coast-to-coast roadside assistance. CarShield administrators are there for you with rental car options and trip reimbursements at no extra cost, too. So get coverage today, and you'll lock in at your low price now, and it will never go up. That means as long as you own your car, no matter how old it is, you're protected from the rising cost of parts and repairs to your vehicle. CarShield helps protect my wallet from expensive car repairs, and they'll do the same for you. So go to carshield.com slash ARN and start your plan and lock in your pricing forever. That's carshield.com slash ARN. A deductible may apply, ARN. What a tremendous program that our listeners can tap into. Well, everybody's keeping their cars longer these days, you know. And uh, the reality is I've always looked at every month that I don't have a car payment is a good month. So now you can insure that car, drive it another five years, and you're covered. you got peace of mind. It's like insurance on top of insurance. Be foolish not to do that, and especially if you're going to, you know, which I like to do. I like to drive a vehicle. If I find one I like, we'll keep them 10, 12, 15 years, and, and now they're covered. No issues with that. To me, it's a no-brainer. There you go. So check them out again. You can visit uh, the website there. Go to carshield.com slash Arn to start your plan. Well, Arn, we talked about the injury. Whatever it was, however, it didn't prevent Luke from tagging with Butch the next day uh, in Missouri at the Show Me Center. You and Tully wrestled Luke and Butch third from the top. And then on the 22nd in the semi-main event, you faced the Bushwhackers in Green Bay, Wisconsin at the Brown County Arena. Earlier that day, the Busters had wrestled Dave Paradise and Mike Peskin. For those that remember, I talked about this uh, a little bit, this match, defeating them in about two and a half minutes with the spike pile driver on the Superstars of Wrestling. We have the clip on, and while this is an enhancement match, there's an inset interview with Bobby, and we get new information about your SummerSlam. That's right, your SummerSlam opponents. Let's take, let's take a look at this one. Roger. 
the Mutt and Jeff team in there, huh, Jess? Well, we'll find out if they can wrestle because this right here is probably the most fluent wrestling team in the World Wrestling Federation today. Maybe. Maybe. Very interesting to see what they do. I guess the Hart Foundation at SummerSlam. That should be an outstanding wrestling match. Definitely. But I'm going to go with the Busters. There's Bobby Heenan looking. I'm not too pleased with the crowd. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Busters in that because the Hart Foundation has been wrestling singles competition for the last six months a lot more than they've been wrestling tag team. Uh -huh. The Busters have been strictly tag team. I think they're going to be better and a more well-oiled machine in that match. The Busters could very well be tag team champions by the time they get to SummerSlam. They're going to have their opportunity here very shortly. But that may be wishful thinking. Speaking of wishful thinking, certainly the fans of uh, the World Wrestling Federation have had a little good news as of late because last week, Bobby the Brain Heenan walked off the Wrestling Challenge show. He did. Yeah, walked right off. Apparently it had it with Monsoon, allegedly, and uh, Tony Schiavone. Well, I'll tell you what, I've had that. I've, that thought's gone through my mind a couple times, too. What's that? Well, I get problems with the sensors now and then. Oh, really? Blanchard in control at the moment. My goodness. A series of elbows. Totally the more sneaky of the two. Yeah. Arn is the power of the team, and that's what makes it a good team. You need two different style of wrestlers. We had an occasion to speak with Bobby the Brain Heenan a little bit earlier on uh, concerning his walk-off wrestling challenge. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, I've had it up to here with Gorilla Monsoon wrestling challenge. Yeah, I walked off. Why? Because I carried that show and I carried them for as long as I was on that program. And when they get on their hands and knees and start crawling and begging me to come back, I'm not going to. Because for once, I'm going to start thinking about myself. Once he's going to start thinking about himself... I could see his point. I mean, can you imagine week in and week out having to hang around with Monsoon? He walked off of uh, prime time with Monsoon, walking off of Wrestling Challenge. He's going to be out of job here soon. Oh, no, he's not. No? He's still got some of the greatest. He's got some of the greatest wrestlers in the Heenan family. Bobby Heenan will never be without a job. Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Look at the spike pile driver coming up. Yes, it's over. Of course it is. It could be the career over. Got it, got it. For the unfortunate opponent. Arn Anderson, Tully Badger, victorious once again. Woo Wings, a virtual restaurant concept from the man himself, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Enjoy the legendary flavors and world championship wings by ordering with your Uber Eats or Postmates app. Woo Wings is now open in Nashville, San Antonio, Jacksonville, Florida, as well as Huntsville and Tuscaloosa in Alabama, with many more locations coming soon. Try the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name of the 16-time World Heavyweight Champion. Tell them, Nate. Wings! Legendary flavors! World Championship Wings! Woo! Woo Wings! Yeah! Woo-woo! Well, there it is, Arn. Uh, you might be the champs by the time SummerSlam rolls around, and the team waiting for you will be the Anvil and the Hitman. So there you go. What a tease for the fans watching, watching uh, the syndicated TV at the time. But the next day, on an episode of All-American Wrestling, you, Tully, and the Brain addressed your SummerSlam opponents who had a rebuttal of sorts for you. And, buddy, we have both interviews right here for you. Let's take a look. Hey, Heart Foundation. 
Are you ready for SummerSlam? We are. Can you feel the heat? You know, Heart Foundation, you guys have been the greatest tag team for so long. Now you're trying to regain some of that lost glory at our expense. Well, it's not going to happen. Isn't it like looking in a mirror? Speed, power, the same thing on your team. The difference is we're hungry. We're trying to make a reputation for ourselves in front of millions of people. That's our showplace. That's our showcase. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> SummerSlam 89. You know something, Hitman? It gets awfully, awfully hot in the summertime. The sweat just pours off you out there. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The Brain Busters rely on strength and speed. That was a motto of the Heart Foundation. <laughs> but let me tell you something right now, Bobby Heenan. The Heart Foundation is a little faster, a little stronger, and all that much wiser. <laughs> and we are going to beat you one, two, three. So this is exciting. You're you're finally. It sounds like you're starting to ramp up with the Bushwhackers. You're going to go on demolition, then eventually to the the Heart Foundation. You got to be pumped for that. I was thrilled. Can you imagine? After you know, once the thing really got old, and I started thinking about the Bushwhacker thing, it was like you're talking about just sitting there spinning your wheels. We had gotten to the point where now we're. We need a big match, and when that was announced, it was like, yep, here that we go. Ought, that'll do it. That's awesome. Listen, later that day, July 23rd in Grand Rapids at the Stadium Arena, you guys wrestled the Whackers and what would have been the Hogan card. Beefcake would substitute for Hulk in the main event of that evening against the Macho Man. But Arn, in 1989, there was no substitute for Hogan, not even Brutus the Barber Beefcake. As Arn has told us, Hulk was jacked, tanned, oiled, and over. Well, in 2022, you might not be looking to go 20 minutes with a six foot seven inch baby face under the bright lights of the WWE, but everyone wants to be the champ when the mood hits right. And you can leave that baby oil in the locker room, rip your clothes off like you're 16 again, and reach out to the only partner you need to make sure you go over in the main event of the evening. And that, my friends, is Blue Chew. Blue Chew is the online prescription service. There are no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Isn't that right, Arn? I can't follow that. I'm not going to. That was well done. You're getting better every week at this stuff, aren't you? Oh, man. Listen, my goal is to not only put over Blue Chew, but also to pop you, my friend, with these Blue Chew ads and make sure you enjoy them. Are you digging them? Well, it's easy when you just tell the truth, brother. Those That's things, right. are, they're a lifesaver. And it's you choose. It's 30 minutes from the moment you make a choice from going to from a mere mortal to a superhero, even if it's in your own mind, still production is production, and there's no doubt in that. You said it best from here, mortal to immortal. Just pop a blue chew, and in 30 minutes, buddy, you're going to be pitching a tent, if you know what I mean. So you can sign up at bluechew.com, consult with their medical uh, providers. They're licensed. Once you're approved, you'll get the prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Don't like swallowing pills. No problems here either. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. And there are all kinds of reasons that guys can't perform. Whether it's age or medical condition, older guys for, for some of you. It could be stress and anxiety for the younger guys. Maybe you're just being asked to perform over and over and over again until they can't take it anymore. I'm telling you, that's where Blue Chew is your friend. 
Or, and I know you've heard of performance anxiety. Well, it's just not in the ring. It happens all the time in the bedroom for guys all across this great country of ours. Well, there's that other variable that we don't like to talk about, but we might as well mention it. Let's just say you're married to an ugly woman. Blue Chew will definitely be your favorite aid. Arn, you made me laugh so hard I ripped the headphones right out of my machine. That is hysterical. Ah, <laughs> oh, buddy, you got that right. Blue Chew can help you there. They have chewables that can make sure you're able to perform at your very best every time you get the opportunity to have fun. Here's the deal. This is how you can do it all. My goodness. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code ARN, to receive your first month free, and you'll be so hard, your headphones will pop out of your headset as well, too. Go to bluechew.com for more details and safety info. You okay? I'm okay, man. I can't. I don't even know if we'll ever top that again. (laughs) That's so good. And now for something new, and I think it's because we're getting ever so close to the Saturday night's main event where you and Tully win the titles. After three days off, Tully wrestled Butch and won. Yes, he won this match in Wildwood, New Jersey at the convention hall. <sighs> All right. Finally, finally beat it a bushwhacker. The next day in Asbury Park at the town's convention hall, you and Tully wrestled as the tag team champions in the main event of the evening, and you defeated the bushwhackers. <laughs> Arn, I love it. For those not watching on video, man, this is too good. I love it. I'll take it. They're finally beating the Whackers. On the morning of July 29th, an episode of Wrestling Challenge aired, and on the show, you and Tully and the Brain conducted a stand-up interview with Mean Gene. The interview took place before you guys were officially recognized as the champs on TV because Saturday night's main event would air later that evening. Arn, this is our final clip of the week, and man, it's a fun one. This is before we get to the big match. Let's take a listen as to what you three had to say. Here we go. This week, along with their manager, Bobby the Brain Heenan, one of the most devastating tag teams in the World Wrestling Federation today. They are Arn Anderson and Kelly Blanchard, the Brain Busters. With the big match coming up this weekend against Demolition and the fact that you signed to meet the Hart Foundation in SummerSlam, you've got a busy summer in store for you. You know, Mean Gene, what it means when that door to success opens up to you. That means that you've got to wrestle Demolition and you've got to beat them to be able to step through that door. And you look over the last two years, Demolition has slept door to success down on so many tag teams in the World Wrestling Federation. But you think back when Bobby the Brain acquired the Brain Busters. Everybody said, are they good enough? As Are they as good as they said they are? But I got news for you, people. At the end of this weekend, you will see new World Wrestling Federation tag team champions, and it's Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, and when we walk the aisle, Bobby the Brain is going to be right with us. All right, Arn Anderson, do you share the confidence of your tag team partner? Look, Oakland, when you and the rest of these spoonheads across America roll out of that rack Monday morning and fold up in that sports page in big, bold print, Brainbusters, new WWF tag team champion. And with that thought in mind, rolling in 
knockouts will make us even more unstoppable, unbeatable on that platform of 100 million viewers. We're going to do what we do better than anybody else, to show up. All right, Bobby Heenan, obviously, you and your men are assuming quite a bit. You know what happens when people assume. I don't assume. I make things happen. And this is what's happening. These are my champions. They're your champions. And SummerSlam Heart Foundation, it will be a non-title match. So eat it, swallow it, digest it, and I don't assume I make things happen. Jimmy. All right, thank you. Bobby the Brain Heenan, Arn Anderson, Tony Blanchard, the Brain Busters. So, Arn, this is a little bit different than a pre-tape. What do they do in terms of timing? Do they tell you, hey, you guys had this long uh, to go out there and do your thing, and you guys are like, okay, you go first, I'll go second, and Bobby wrap us up? What does that yeah, look like? Yeah, we kind of put a, put a little bit of a plan. If we got 2.30, we kind of break it down, and who needs, you know, Bobby needs the last 30 seconds. and Maybe it's the first 30 seconds, so... You lose a minute there, and then we break, we share the rest of the time. But you had to be very cognizant of not going over on your time. If they couldn't trust you, if you just went into business for yourself, you wouldn't get that much time next time. Mm. Oh, yeah, that, and then you don't want that for sure. Well, listen, we're closing out the month in the semi-main event from the Civic Center in one of your favorite places on earth. You're in Pensacola, Florida on July 29th. You and Tully wrestling as the WWF tag champions would defeat once again, the Bushwhackers. That makes me smile and double a that's going to wrap up the undercard of today's show. As we finished our walk through the month of July 89, but now it's time for our advertised main event. And for those of you listening to this, you need to fire up the Peacock machine, the daily motion, the YouTube, the best of Saturday night's main event DVD. Hell, we don't care which platform you use. Find the Saturday night's main event from July 29th, 1989 if you cannot locate the show, then you can find Primetime Wrestling from July 31st, 89, because it's time to watch the best tag team in the television era do the near impossible. They defeat Demolition for the WWF Tag Team Championships. Arn, are you ready to watch this uh, along with me as we close the show on this note today? You betcha. All right. So as I said, too, if you are a subscriber of the Arn Show on YouTube, you can watch along with us. We'll have a little bit of a filter over the match, but we're going to show it in its entirety and here we go. Uh, we're going to join, and then Arn and I will talk through some of it. We'll listen in on some of it, and we'll go from there. Let's uh, take a look. You know, now that summer's here, there's a great reason to celebrate. I like to celebrate with the members of my family. And what better way to celebrate than winning the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Championship? Last time, Demolition, you lost your cool. This time, you're going to lose your belt. <laughs> you know, sometimes we get a little crazy from the heat. And a little hot under the collar. But we always keep our heads. And we'll always keep our championship belts. Rainbusters, the heat is on. <laughs> Team comes out on top. Well, it depends. I would have to say I would go with the Brain Busters because it's going to be a lot of wrestling in two out of three balls and demolition on more brawlers. But the key to this match will be who wins the first ball. It'll be tough to come back if you're one fall down with only two to go. Bobby the Brain hitting on a roll as of late, managing, of course, ravishing Rick Rude, the Intercontinental Champion. Should he be successful here, he would, of course, be managing a tag team title holders as well. And you know Bobby would love nothing better than that, McMahon. He wants the gold. 
Accent smash demolition with some obvious fans here at ringside. And they are intimidating. Just to take a look at them is intimidating. Well, the key to this matchup is going to be what style dictates the match. If it's wrestling, the Brain Busters have the advantage. If it's a Pier 6 brawl, Demolition has the advantage. Bobby the Brain hitting on the outside, starting things off for his team is Tully Blanchard. And that's action there for Demolition. And Tully giving away a lot of weight and strength in there. He so we'll, we'll uh, turn the volume back up here. But, man, the presentation, you said it, the music of Demolition, the Saturday Night's Main Event production, you guys in your red and whites, this has all the feels from the get-go, Arn. Huge goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, you you and I both, man. This is this is it, buddy. This is it with Axe and Smash. And uh, as you said before, looking the part of, of the number one contenders, buddy. This is it. You know, those guys are monsters. You know, the music was great. They look, I mean, look at them. Bill Eady was, had been around a long time. He was a very polished veteran. Same thing with Barry. Yeah, I dare say Barry didn't have any issues with you guys doing all the bumping early on in this one. No, he didn't. So let's uh, listen in here on the commentary. Just uh, let me know when you have something to chime in with because I want to make sure uh, we have unabated audio here for our listeners. All this is happening. Nice reversal. No more luck at that. He got him anyhow. Accent smash, cleaning house on the outside of the ring. Well, the advantage only here is demolition all the way. As you guys are outside the ring, on I have to ask, what do you remember going into this match? Do you remember anything day of talking with Demolition? Who helped produce it, put it all together? It's a two out of three falls match we have here. You know what? Uh, we didn't talk to them during the day. We we called this in the ring. Oh wow, the entire thing. Okay, and then how did you find out that you guys were going to go but, over at the end? But but we, you know, we did get the the finish and. Uh, that was closer to showtime that, you know, I forget who even talked to us about it. Um, might have been Jack Lanza. Here you are in the ring with your buddy, Barry Darso, at this point. How did you like working with him now? I mean, he was very much responsible for help getting you into the WWF. Barry and I are good friends to this day. I loved it. It was one of those, you know, surreal moments that, you know, you work as hard as you can with, with your best friends in that ring. You hit each other a little harder than you hit the other guys just because you wanted it to be as good as it could be. That's good. And you felt comfortable with them. Absolutely. He knew They knew that we weren't taking any liberties. We knew they weren't taking any liberties. We're going to make this thing a hell of a fight. And the story is we're outgunned. They're just too big and they're just too strong. So what are you going to do in that situation? you got to get an edge somehow. That means cheat. And, I mean, listen, you have had experience with him. Also, think about it when he was Crusher Khrushchev back in the uh, NWA days. So this isn't your first rodeo working with him uh, in the ring, you or Tully at this point. He's yeah, I don't know. Around. I don't. You know, this might be the first time that I've 
Did you I work with him? Wrestling, like no, they were heels and we were heels. I don't think we ever wrestled those guys. Mm. Matter yeah. of fact, I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah, I would have figured maybe on some kind of ha- in the house shows or something you would have crossed paths. Heels never wrestled heels until the Midnight Express. Ah, that's what made that angle with the Horseman so special. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure we never touched. Which is amazing too, because we're covering the house show loops of what was going on here. Oh, Spinebuster! Spinebuster from Arn Anderson. I'm sure he had never been bumped like that up until and, this point. And buddy, he's a huge man. That wasn't like you know. This isn't like you're just throwing up. You know, one of the Mulkey brothers. Oh, he was three hundred. Let's go to let's go to uh, the call here. You're telling me demolition doesn't double team? No, I'm not saying that at all. Look at that maneuver. Little hook from the outside. Oh, no. He dropped out into a clothesline. There's a cover. One, two, three. Yes. They got the first ball. It's going to be tough for the Busters now. Look at the crowd reaction. Arn, you take the pin off the slingshot off the top rope. Very simple, very simple finish. Everybody got it. Great crowd reaction. So we're already in the hole, down 0-1. Back from commercial break, and uh, here we go. They got you back in the corner, and, and your buddy is just beating the living tar out of you. Yeah. Matter of fact, I have to have a word with him when I talk to him next. <laughs> There's a second person on your list, Tony <laughs> Schiavone, now Barry. <laughs> Two planks. Now here comes the heavy which is crazy to think about, but man, this guy, Bill Eady, such a legend in wrestling, but look how big he is here. Yeah, he is. You know, and very dedicated every day. He goes in the gym, no matter how long the flight, how many flights, whatever, those guys were dedicated. They're in there working out every day. That's the thing I said at the outset. The Brain Busters couldn't afford to do. They had to to wrestle. And as you said, McMahon, it's been a brawl. I said that. I know you said that. I'll say it again. Please don't. Right now, in control, this smash. Axe steps in. And there's been somewhat of a bending of the rules here on the part of both teams, that's for sure. But clearly the aggressors have been Demolition Axe and Smash. Exactly. Demolition has been doing most of the double-teaming throughout this month. Why do you continue to laugh at Bobby Heenan? He deserves to be laughed at. He laughs at enough people on his own. Do you remember who's calling the match, uh, Arn, in this one? Is it you guys or is it Demolition? Um, They might have thrown a little something in there, mostly us. Okay. Referee moves smash back over to hold on the tag rope. Meanwhile, the tag is made here. And look at this. Tully Blanchard ready to go on the work here on Axe. Well, Tully's fresh. That was very important for Arn Anderson to make that tag. And he did it. And now the advantage is in the Buster's favor. Uh-oh, what's this? Ooh, no. Ooh, what a vicious move using that bottom rope strand. This is stuff that nobody did to those guys. You know, you never muscled those guys around. Nobody had. Yeah, and it's you know what I like about it? It's the tags in and out. Bobby getting in on the action. More, you know, there's double teaming. It's simple, but it's basic tag team wrestling. Easily understood psychology. You guys just working together like you always did. Again, another quick tag. 
That's what separated us. It wasn't. There was Bobby. never. He gets involved. All of a sudden, you're able to double team. The ref's trying to get, you know, That's the it. other member, and and this is all the psychology of it. Yeah, the referee can only be in one place at one time. It can't see everything. But this uh, is exactly how you guys that's are how going to over. chop this and chop these trees down, you know? Exactly. You're back in there doing good. You got kind of a, a reverse chin lock here on the big man. Chin lock right there. Extreme pressure on the lower back and neck. Bridges for the tag. Here comes Tully Badger again. Legal tag. Wide open is Axe. Axe has to tag his partner, Smash. Oh, my goodness. And he's going to do just that. Here comes Smash. Every way. Smash all over both brain busters. Look at Smash go. Body slam into another body slam. Smash with a one-man gang in there. Axe is it. you got all four men in the ring right now. Morales going to have to get some type of control. Arn Anderson out to the floor. Bobby Heenan on the apron. Wrapped on oh, a post. There's no call for anything like that. No call for it. You saw what he did to smash on the outside not long ago. Or was it Axe? It doesn't matter. Both demolition in the ring now. And they're not listening to Joey Morella. One of them better get out to the apron and better get out there quick. Andre the Giant, the eighth wonder of the world, on his way to ringside. And Axe delivers the there's no, there's a cover, but there's no count. He's not counting him down. What's going on? It's an obvious disqualification. Yes, he's raised Tully Blanchard's hand in the ring. He's going over to Aaron Anderson. A disqualification, demolition disqualified. Now the important thing here is McMahon's of the second, the third, fall and final fall cannot result in a disqualification and have the titles changed hands. It must be a pinfall. So basically, he couldn't get one of the members of Demolition out of the ring. They just kept double teaming. They passed the fight. You never see that happen nowadays. Yeah, and that takes some explaining because it is confusing. It is because if you're just watching it, they didn't really explain it. Now, having that man right there sitting ringside, everything changes about potentially what can happen. You're talking about. Yeah, Andre. The, the, the drama going up. You got Andre the Giant sitting there ringside on your behalf. Jesus Christ, what an edge. So we got one fall apiece. It's anybody's ball game. Tully just gets thrown out of the ring. Referee is just all over the place. Poor Joey Morello. There's stuff happening everywhere in this match. It's chaotic. It's excitement, though, man. As a fan, I love this match. So much going on. Tully's back into the ring. It's anybody's ball game, as I said. And here comes the heavy again. Tully Blanchard off the road. Elbow sends Blanchard down again. And Blanchard's in trouble. He has got to make a tag to Iron Anderson. Ooh, my. Beautiful thumb to the... Oh, but look at that. Wow, he ran him. Did you catch that? What happened? I did. He took him right into you, your head. Sacrificed me. That was something that was an understanding. If that comes up. Run his head into mine if you have to. He certainly did that. You make the tag. You're on on wobbly legs coming into the ring, falling down. Probably was a smart tagging in, to be honest with you, right there. 
Look at you on spaghetti spaghetti legs. And man, there's the South Pole getting getting those slugs in. And it's back and forth. The two power guys. Uh-oh. Double knockout. Double knock knocker. You're both down. The ref starts, and Bobby's working you in the corner. Arn. Instruction. That's right. I need you to get your ass up. We've got tag team titles to win. What could he be saying to you right now? I'd you like think? to accommodate you, Bobby, but I'm on no legs right here. <laughs> I'll, I'll get there directly. You got Tully in the hot tag, but here comes Smash. And, man, the crowd is fired up, and it's Tully. And Tully's flying all over the ring like a Super Bowl. You come in for a little bit more. Now here comes uh, Axe, and we got all four in the ring. All hell's breaking loose, Arn. Yeah, I mean, getting dangerously close to another DQ. Thank God two oh. of them were on the outside. Did you? Oh, I meant to say, did you see that bump Bobby took on the apron into yes, the post? Yes, I did. As good as any active wrestler at that time. That looked phenomenal. It did. It looked good. You took a nice bump into the post. Bobby is very active in this match. Now he's up on the apron again. Andre slides the chair in. There's the chair shot. Let's listen to the ending. Smash with the chair. Looks like he knocked him completely cold. Arn Anderson covering one, two, three. They get it. I'm heading out of here. I got to talk to the new champions, McMahon. I can't believe it. Bobby the Brain hitting a pair of this block, taking his brain busters to victory. Yes. In the words of the Road Warriors, what a rush. Ooh, what a rush. I mean, listen, what an awesome feeling for you guys. Right there, it felt like to me that we had just taken another giant leap in our career. It was You knew that at that moment in time, things had changed again, this time for the better. Hey, listen, Demolition Arn held these titles since WrestleMania 4, okay? This is well past WrestleMania 5. We're in the July here. And I mean, and here you go. That's how much Vince, I think, really thought of you and Telly and the hard work that you guys put in night after night. They booked you guys to be the ones that dethrone Axe and Smash here. And it was a hell, hell of an honor. It's awesome. And, and here, I don't know what Jesse's talking about. That's the rest of the family. With Intercontinental Champion Ravishing Rick Root and the former King Haku. Ravishing Rick, how do you feel at this moment? Oh, I feel wonderful. You know what, down just the way the brain said it would. And now the Heenan family has all the gold. The Intercontinental title. Here comes Bobby the Brain Heenan. A very, very happy Bobby Heenan. Bobby, how do you feel at this moment of triumph for the Tag Team Championship of the world? Feel two champions. You got two titles 
goals right now. No doubt he has only one left to go for. I have two goals. I Hulk Hogan and everybody else is watching this. Because I'm not stopping at this. This is just the beginning. We're going for more. Wow, man. How cool was that? No, awesome. Pretty good, pretty good eclectic group there, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you had Ravishing Rick Rude, Haku, Andre, you guys, Heenan, and Jesse Ventura all celebrating together. What do you remember uh, about that night? Do you recall anything after seeing that, what that night was like for you guys after that? We might have did some drinking that night. Wait a So you probably don't remember. <laughs> yeah, that might have been one of those nights, irregardless of what time the wake-up call was. We might have did some celebrating, that's for sure. That was, like I said, I knew ringside, one, two, three, um, and the reaction from the crowd, but just you know that your career is going to take another giant step, and uh, or we thought we, we thought it was, and uh, it was a really good feeling. That's awesome, man. Listen, Bruce uh, Pritchard has gone on record to argue that the championship is a prop. I think he just does it to chap Conrad's ass. But after looking back at all this, all the work that took to get there, share, if you will, as we wrap up this week with our audience, what this victory and endorsement from the WWF at the time really meant to you and Tully. Well, even though I had gotten a hint of things not going so well, you know, with the outcome of all the Bushwhacker matches and just... This was a, another bump in the road that was a validation of they were going to go with us. And I agree with Bruce, you know, the, the championships. Here's the reality. <clears throat> championships don't make a person. The person makes the championship. And that's the reality. When a guy gets red hot, then you put the title on him. You don't put the title on a guy to get him red hot because it won't do it. You have to be over, and that's just... Uh, you know, pretty much uh, window dressing, put giving you the title. But then you got to go out and every night look like a champion. And uh, we had no problem doing that. It was a pivotal night. The one negative that I didn't find out really till much later was Tully really cracked Barry with that, that chair. He had a pretty good concussion. In those days, concussion was just, okay, we know it's a concussion. You got your bell rang be at work tomorrow. Mm. But, uh, you know, it wasn't until later and I found out that it was a pretty heated issue as far as Barry. I don't know if he ever said a word about it uh, to Tully directly, but it was one of those things that, you know, he was unprotected. It came from behind. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't put his hand up. He couldn't protect himself. A steel chair is a steel chair. And, brother, it lit him up that night. And I, that... But I found out about that made me sick to my stomach because that's never the goal. But uh, was a I hell wonder. of a chair shot. Yeah, there was no questioning the legitimacy of it. I mean, do you think since then they've talked that out or? Hope so. Okay. Hope so, because that's something that you you know you carry around, and we all have wrestlers that have been around a while. <clears throat> it was never featured or highlighted. It was just concussion. Sit. It was. Got your bell rung. And yeah, right. we, we live with it, and, you know, you can see it, and pretty much everybody's been around a minute that uh, it has lasting effects. They, they're just starting to come around a little bit later in life. 
Absolutely. Well, listen, Arn, next week we're going to continue rolling through your career, my friend. It's August 1989, and that means it's time for SummerSlam. You and Telly will set the pace for the show with the Anvil and the Hitman uh, as you guys open the show uh, for SummerSlam. You and Telly are moving on from the Bushwhackers. There's no more Bushwhackers. You're going to be working the house show loop with the now former champions demolition. What a month it promises to be. And personally, Arn, I can't wait for it, man. I'm looking forward to it, buddy. Me too, my man. This has been fun. Yeah, this lot, is a lot of good memories, a lot not so good, but uh you know, we got a big shake up coming. Just a question of when. That's right. Well, listen, on behalf of Arn Anderson, you can check him out uh, all on social media. Also, check out boxagimmicks.com. This is where you can find shirts like this that I'm wearing, that he's wearing. Also, all the Four Horsemen gear. There's a Four Horsemen store set up over there now. You can find all this awesome Four Horsemen gear. It's over there, too. So check it out. Find us at adfreeshows.com, too. There's bonus content with Arn uh, coming out each and every month. He's doing Q&As with our ad-free shows family as well. And then if you didn't get a chance to see him at StarCast, you can certainly get to see and see him on the road as he makes uh, the, the travels around. Uh, I think, Arn, I'll be seeing you hopefully Top Guy Weekend uh, in Chicago uh, for Labor Day coming up. So that ought to be a good time as well. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, but we're going to put a bow on this one. Uh, on behalf of the Hall of Famer, the stopper, the creator of the Spine Buster, Arn Anderson, I'm Paul Bromwell, and you've been listening to Arn. We'll see you right here next week. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.